welcome to Solutions for a Simpler Life. This is Glenda Lehman Irvin with Lehman's on the Square in Kidron, Ohio. We're glad you've joined us. Welcome to Joel Salatin, famed author, farmer, and as I like to call him, pastor of the pasture. Joel, can you give us a one-minute recap of your journey to the simpler life? My grandfather was a charter subscriber to Rodale's Organic Gardening and Farming magazine. And um, so he had this great big uh, garden in uh, Anderson, Indiana. My dad got it from him. I got it from dad. You know, I'm at the stage of my life where the older I get, the smarter dad was. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate his understanding that the chemical approach, the industrial approach was like a treadmill. You can't get off of this addiction, if you will. And so I grew up on Adele Davis and Mother Earth News and, and um, making compost piles and, and portable infrastructure. It was just always that way. So for you, you had the generational knowledge behind you. Yes. What about somebody whose parents and grandparents didn't? For example, somebody under 40. What do they not know that you think people should know today? I think that what they need to know is, is the way um, ecology works fundamentally, uh, how soil is built, how water, how the ecosystem holds water, what, what builds soil, what holds water, what, what's the foundation of life. And I think, I think that in our culture, we just don't think about those things. You know, if there's, if there's, um, you know, beverage in the, in the refrigerator and football on TV and the Kardashians on the front page of, uh, you know, People Magazine, all is well in the world and that's all that matters. And we've become an extremely shallow, disintentional kind of culture. Interesting. You write a lot about a food production oasis. How does Polyface Farm fit into that? And what exactly is a food production oasis? Yeah, well, I consider this a, a collaborative communal food cluster or, or a place where a lot of food is produced with as little input as possible with a lot of people involved. So one of the most striking things about our farm is when you visit, and I hope you will, there are people, lots of people. The average American farm doesn't have very many people on it. And so when we talk about a food oasis, we're talking about a place that is fundamentally leveraging and, and making more commons, more air, soil, water, and people equity. It's fundamentally uh, regenerative as opposed to extractive. I've heard you talk, too, before about when something goes wrong on the farm, it's your fault. You can't blame the weather. You can't blame the chickens. You can't blame the cranky cow or whatever you have. And talk to me a little bit about that, why it's always your fault. We believe that nature, that nature's default position, if, if, if nature has a default button, it is that it's fundamentally well. And that if, that if it's not well, it's probably something that we did that upset the habitat, upset the, the immunological terrain, if you will generally nature moves towards some sort of homeostasis, long-term balance, if you will, okay? And so when things are out of whack, our first reaction is, "Uh uh-oh, what did we do? What did we do to allow the immunological terrain in this cow to break down or in the soil to allow this weed to proliferate or any of those kinds of things? So farming could be seen as an intervention into nature, but you're saying it's more of a partnership. You're working with what nature wants to do, which is to create a healthy balance. Yes, it is. And in fact, and in fact, the extractive, exploitive, I call it the conquistador 
the conquistador mentality, to yes, mm -hmm. to conquer toward nature, is essentially views nature as a as a reluctant partner that we must coerce. You know, we've got to we've got to wrestle with nature and and make it. I'm going to make you do you know, right. And actually, we view nature as just a blessed gift from God that is like a loving partner. Okay, mm -hmm. and so the thing is not to not to force or push. The thing is to caress like a lover out of this abundant creation, the full sufficiency provision that it wants us to have. On a lighter note, what would you be doing if you weren't managing Polyface Farms? I would probably either be in some big corporate sales position, marketing or whatever, or I might be a preacher. Mm -hmm. I could see both. <laughs> I could, well, preaching and marketing is both the power of persuasion. It's, and you're you know, very persuasive. I, I, I tell people, you know, what do I do? I'm an idea marketer. Mm -hmm. you know, I market ideas. All right. And what do you admire most about the Amish or, or those living off-grid in general? Right. Well, what I admire most about the Amish is the fact that they, they will care for each other, whether it's health, fire, catastrophe, whatever it is, that there's this community of support including uh, Social Security, FICA. You know, I tell everybody, I wish I wish I could not have to pay that 15% tax to, to Social Security, but I'd have to join the Amish to do it, and I don't want to wear that uniform. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I deeply appreciate that they have developed such a, a protocol and a model that's so compelling. We actually home-churched for a while, and one of the things that I did was started, we started having monthly work days. The families had to submit a workday project and we'd all show up to begin to try to recreate some of this frolicking. We even made an index of expertise so that when your car broke down or you had a button off your shirt or any, you know, a plumbing problem, we had a, we had a church directory of expertise. So the first person you went to was somebody in the church, not outside. And uh, it was my very, whatever, fledgling and simple attempt to try to recreate this, this communal atmosphere in a non-Amish setting. And it was, it was very, very difficult, actually. Yeah, well, they have generations of doing it. And honestly, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is Glenda Lehman Irvin with Layman's, where we stand for a simpler life. Thanks for listening. For more, visit layman's.com. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.